0: Welcome pudding people to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding. We are your hosts, Richard Geiger, Ken Seymour, the dynamic duo.
1: Yeah, man. Low key, bro. <laughs> uh,
0: I was just uh, I was just going with DC rather than Marvel because it was, you know, wrong. And so much about what we're going to be talking about just feels kind of wrong.
1: Yeah. But
0: in a good way. In a good way, yes. Yeah. So uh If you uh, stumbled upon this and didn't read the title, (laughs) we're going to be talking about the new season of Loki. Uh, It's in its second season, as of the point of this recording, and just uh, a warning up front, spoiler alert, as always. uh, A lot of times when we talk about televisions and shows, we try and keep it to a minimum uh sometimes we do a little spoiler free at the beginning and then go into it. No nah, no, nah, this is just full on spoilers,
1: yeah, we're just gonna discuss the first chunk that we've seen so far, and I feel like we don't discuss a lot of the television shows from Marvel as much as we possibly could, and we also don't discuss really there's i mean there's no there are d c things but and that really worth chatting about anyway doom patrol doom patrol that's true um I, i feel like on this one this has been um the first season was one of the more popular of all the seasons of things that were released by marvel agreed uh one of the more better rated and we love ourselves some tom hiddleston as as do most folks so this is an easy choice to to do
0: and absolutely, and in considering we're coming off of, let us say, maybe not the strongest showing with Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah. Uh, having something that everybody is really excited for and already knows is good from, the, from what they've seen before, that's, it's kind of comforting.
1: Yeah, and if you really think about this next phase or current phase or past phase or whatever you want to call them, it ties directly into a large portion of that.
0: Yeah, definitely so. Now, for those of you that haven't watched any of the shows uh, and are hoping to not be surprised, obviously, this is the point at which you will jump off this lovely ride and come back and uh, be with us at, at a later point. But now we're going to talk a little bit about where season one left us off and, you know, kind of where we felt things were potentially going to be heading and, and then we'll talk about where they actually went.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of happening without a lot of happening in the first season. And we discussed this a little um, when we weren't doing the podcast about this season and it's character development, right? And in, in a lot of these things, you don't get that. Right. Um, You know, the secret invasion, you didn't get that. Well, you got a little bit of it, but you really didn't get that. You just got a weird thing with a bad ending. Anyway, um, <laughs> in this one, I think what we're seeing here is in the first season, they tried to figure out what worked and it was the storytelling the action things were cool, and the sequences of things were cool, but really, it was the acting and the storytelling. I I, I kind of think that succeeded. Oh yeah, very much so in the first season. So now it's like, well, let's take that and dive a little deeper and focus that energy again in season two on the same things.
0: Yeah, the way that they built the the story structure, the the exploration of of what it meant to be. Uh, Loki in the first place and some of the other characters uh, to a lesser extent, what it meant to be Mobius and and uh, and some of the others. I thought I thought the pacing that they did in the first season was really nice. They they kept good tension going forward and building up to the reveal of of uh, he who remains, which at the at that moment, I thought that they were just renaming Immortus. Because I figured that's that's the the variant that uh, that they ran into. Even though they didn't, even though they didn't call him Immortus because it's kind of a silly name, they didn't want to use that. Well, that was actually Immortus, and you know the way that they handled time travel and causality and will and what it means. Or, I thought it left open some interesting points for conversation.
1: And it was, you know, like it or not, you're getting pummeled in the Marvel world with the multiverse, right? Yes, sir. That, that's how you can expand. That's how you can change characters. That's how you can change actors. That's how you can introduce a whole new set of people. You know, X-Men, Fantastic Four, things like that. That's bring how you people can back. Bring people back. So it's a way to cheat. But you know what? Comic books have always done that. Yep. Like there's, there's nothing new here. Right, but I feel like what you've seen a lot, and you and it, you, it's harder to do that in a in a movie sense because of, you know, people getting tired of the same repetitive thing. But this repetition is necessary to set up so much more.
0: Definitely so. I mean, one thing, the one thing that's the real potential problem that they'll run into is is the complexity of the subject matter and the complexity of the story and where it reaches and where it crosses. It's a lot. It's a lot to ask for people. Now, if you're a comic book nerd like myself, I'm on board. You know, I've been doing this for decades. Yeah. I'm used to reading something and then some big event happens that crosses over into 10 different comic books. Yeah. That's that's the nature of the big stories. And sometimes they're awesome and sometimes they're less than awesome. But you're along for the ride for the whole thing and you do your best to kind of keep up and and enjoy it. But for the average viewer, getting to the end of that first season of Loki and trying to understand what they're telling you. Either you're just not going to get it because you aren't from that world. Or you might have a friend trying to explain it to you on the couch, <laughs> right to your right or left. So, okay, here's here's what this means. Uh, but if you do understand it, it can it might feel a little daunting. It, it's a big buy-in,
1: and if you look at it from comic books, I feel like that history of that change and the evolution. I mean these these characters. These stories have been around for how many years, right? You can't tell the same story for 70 years. You can't can't do it. Um, So there has to be a reinvention. And in movie world and crossing over into TV world, uh, think of that 70 years as this 10 years that we've been doing these movie things for. Like actors are getting older and they don't want to do the parts anymore. And there's thousands of characters that need to be introduced. And some that already introduced 20 years ago, and now we need to reintroduce. Like, so how are you going to do that? This is your cheat code right here.
0: Now, one thing about the first season that I really enjoyed, I loved the the editing in terms of the color washing they did. Uh, when when you would when you would watch things, just the way they presented the environments and and the lighting and the color schemes they used were just gorgeous. Um,
1: the I like the set pieces.
0: Oh yeah. They were just, they were super cool. Um, the, the, the kind of the nothingness area before they get to he, who remains was just such a really interesting mishmash of stuff Mm -hmm. and allowed you to have some real fun and throw in some Easter eggs and just the, the number of Lokis that were all there. That was, that was so much fun.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, we do the movie reviews and one of the things in there is the costume and props and then its locations. And that first season could have scored very high on, on those things oh yeah, for sure. Be- besides the, the acting, right? Because in the first season, y- you have a, a set of main characters, right? And they're good at playing the, that type of character. And the actors playing their parts honestly were very good. And then the variants of Loki showing up in an episode here and there, also very good. So it was not just like one necessarily individual component, but all the components together that made up a good story, good look, good feel.
0: And so we get to the end of the season and he reveals the choice and there's the epic fight between between Loki and Sylvie and you know strikes down he who remains enabling us to have multiple films and, and television shows of of uh, a, a dastardly villain
1: correct and he tried to explain it that he was the one controlling everything right like not in a it it sounds that like he's the one dastardly controlling everything when ultimately it was the one he was holding everybody back so he yeah. was the he was the winner, right? Yes. And he explained that. He was trying to explain that. He was the one that was keeping everybody under control. And without him, things would get bad. And we kind of think that things are gonna get bad.
0: Absolutely. So so we get to the end of the season and you see you see Loki and you see Sylvie and you see that version of Kang. And I really thought it was interesting the juxtaposition of Loki finally being in a position where he can, he kind of wants to do the right thing, and he's understanding what it means to care for somebody other than himself, and, and you know he's getting that growth and trying to trying to go on a slightly better path. And you've got Sylvie who is still just ruled by rage, and it gets tempered some through the through the interaction with Loki, but at the same time, there's that lack of trust and and just so many issues having to deal with. And, you know, is doing the right thing for the wrong reason the right thing? Is the, doing the wrong thing for the right reason the right thing? And then there's Kang, this version, this variant of Kang, who I, I interpreted it as he's tired. He's been doing this a long time, and he doesn't want to do it anymore. At least if he, he doesn't want to do it alone. Yeah. And so if he, if he can't have somebody to work with, then he might as well, uh, I'm fine, I'm done, I'm checking out. Um, so that was kind of where I was going with that and just having that little interplay and seeing where it left off and then having that cliffhanger where Loki gets back to the TVA and nobody recognizes him, leaves some, some fun, you know, left some fun meet to just kind of okay. Where are they going with this?
1: And also, you said uh, Loki caring for someone other than himself, but really he was caring about himself because yeah. that was himself just in a different multiverse. So right. um, that that and that's the interesting thing is that you can see there's this bond d- developing between these two characters. Is it? Is it a romantic bond? Is it a more admiration type bond? Is it like what is it? But really they're the same, they're the same person. It's just kind of. Yeah, because every, every strand has their own unique variant. Uh, but that's Loki. If you want to go to the absolute simplest basic term. Unless
0: you ask her, in which case she says, I'm definitely not Loki. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what makes it that's what makes that part of the story to me interesting too is that they know each other but they don't they are each other but 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 they're, they're not. not um it's like all the other ones too you know um the classic classic Loki the alligator you know like all those things like they're all the same person it's just they're not and and that's that's what we're going to see in the future with all of these different superheroes. Right. And what we're going to see with all the Kang variants as well. But ultimately, there's going to be one Kang variant that's going to be, you know, the big ascendant. Yeah. The the big the big bad.
0: We'll see. So, you know, I started chewing on the end of this like, OK, where are they going to go with this? And. You know, my thought originally was, okay, so obviously we already know the Kang dynasty is going to be where they're going to be focusing. Okay, they're going to actually introduce, introduce us to all the versions of Kang, and we'll get a version of him in a bunch of the different films, and he'll go crazy and do a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really gotten that. We've gotten one version of Kang in an Ant-Man film.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, it was, because that's that's Kang. Right. Was that Kang... The Conqueror? Do they it, refer to him as that? He,
0: he's always King the Conqueror. If he's King, he's King the Conqueror. It's a given. So Because they're all trying to conquer. So the difference is, depending upon where you are in the timeline, whether he's Rama because he hasn't become Kang yet, <laughs> you get to see that version of him at the end of the Ant-Man film. You get to see the Immortist version of him at mm. the end of the film.
1: The the what what is it called the what of Kang C- Council. The Council of
0: Kangs yeah. um so it's just kind of okay so we get to that point and i'm starting to wonder if my theories are anywhere near accurate um i'm not 100% sure anymore and especially with everything that marvel has to juggle between the films they may just focus on one one real version of Kang as the enemy rather than going through everything else they I bet they'll put like something in it in the what if series
1: yeah easy way to easy way to throw some verbs out there and yeah. some action and just address it but not really showcase it
0: yeah but looking at the remaining films that they've got coming up they a lot of them just aren't some of them need to establish things which means you can't really put Kang in there. Others are established and are continuing, but they're still not really Kang story. So there's, there, he's going to be the big bad guy, but there's really not a spot for him to fit. I mean, with the previous big crossover with everything, you know, you saw where Thanos was behind the scenes, sticking his fingers into things.
1: You you did, but you really it was post credit scenes, right? Just and a little bit. so you got you had snippets of it now. Um, you could do that in this too, right? You you could you could have them just do a post credit seat. That's one of their favorite little yeah little snippets of things to do. But but you're right. Well, what's coming up here that's really gonna have that background to introduce the multiverse, time travel, time instances is what I should say. You know, like what's we we know that in Doctor Strange. Um uh, we got we got that right. Right. And we got things crumbling and we got like that was that was what really kind of showcased some of that stuff. And then he's off to fix breaches, was the little post credit scene for him. So we know that his element is diving deep into that subject matter. But
0: But we already know the Marvel's coming up in November is gonna have nothing to do with Kang. Not a thing. Yeah. At most, there may be a reference, but I somehow doubt it. And then we've got What If coming at some point here, which, like I said, I think there'll be a little bit in that potentially. We've got X-Men 97 coming in early 2024, maybe.
1: Cartoons, yeah.
0: Um, Echo, which has nothing to do with him. Way different power scale. It's, it's a street-level hero. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, keep keep him how it is. Maybe maybe show a hint of it. Right, there's a poster somewhere. There's a thing somewhere. Something. Like they have it in the background. Um, but yeah, have him do his time travel thing and kill all the other dead uh, X-Men and Deadpool or whatever they're going to do.
0: Right. And another Captain America film, that doesn't make sense to have Kang involved with at all. Mm-mm. Agatha Dark Hole Diaries late next year, that has nothing to do with it. Thunderbolts shouldn't have anything to do with it. Uh, Spider-Man, probably not.
1: Because that's, that's going to be like a what, cartoon also.
0: Yeah. And as we're into 2025 at this point with uh, Blade and Fantastic Four, and
1: that's where you're going to get to the meat of it, I think.
0: Yeah, Blade shouldn't be. Blade should have nothing to do with it. But Fantastic Four, okay, there's sometimes a little bit of that here and there. They have some timey wimey, as as it is called, timey wimey stuff. Uh, and then there will be some other stuff. So and then Avengers: King Dynasty in 2026. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. You've
1: got, you've got. Well, okay. So, if I'm not mistaken, this this lineup, this thing that you're we're we're looking at here was created a couple months ago. So these timelines could they 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 are going to change because of the strikes for both writers and actors. Um, It's just that where are you getting the build up for this character and the bad stuff, right? And then the the Secret Wars, the Avengers are like, you got to have a lot of development in here to kind of go through these things. So I know we're missing stuff in here and we're missing some happenings that are in there, but um, I hope it's not forced upon us. Like, let stories be the stories about the characters and their things, you know? Let the Deadpool thing be silly, gross, funny uh but x-men right like use that as your vessel right yeah don't do it the whole time whole thing whole uh, whole time that's fine Uh, but let it be its thing you know the captain america one do the captain america stuff do the thunderbolt stuff right
0: absolutely let let uh anthony mackie have some time to shine as a lead in a film I mean, yeah, the, he's been he's got to be chopping at the bit. I mean, he's been in a handful of films, but he's always been part of the part of the ensemble, not the main course. Yeah. And in this instance, finally, he's going to be he's still going to be part of an ensemble because it's going to be an ensemble. But he's going to be the guy, and I think he can pull it off because he's got he's got a great deal of personality, great deal of charisma. If he has the right writing, which um, and the Bucky and uh, Bucky and uh, uh, Falcon. Captain America, Winter Soldier. Is that what it was? The, the TV show they had. Yep. It'll need to be a little bit better writing
1: than that. Yes. <laughs> just just a little bit. And not that that was bad. No. What, it, what you got is more. So when you look at the series and you're leaning on the top half of good and the bottom half, you know, that was probably right in the middle, maybe inching towards the top half but you got a little bit more of his story. Right. And hopefully we'll get into more of that. So
0: this is a very long way of me saying, "Hey, I thought that this was going to be, okay, this is the jumping off point. Now we're going to start seeding this character in cuz he's very manipulative. He sticks his nose into everything. You know, whereas, you know, you saw got the end credits with Thanos of little pulls of strings, little things here, little things there, but it was very clear where he was building plans. Kang is is hands on. He's everywhere and he can be because he's jumping around and you don't know which Kang you're dealing with. It's not just a matter of what multiverse is which which where are you talking to him at on his own personal timeline because he's jumping around in time.
1: Well, I think what we're seeing here is for these first couple episodes is you gave him the knowledge and the information to start that journey. Right. And if he's going to get it, he's got to have that technology to jump in between. Um, But is he going to – he doesn't have the means to do it in that time, in that era that we're in here. No,
0: he's not got the right kind of facilities, the right kind of equipment to make what he needs to make.
1: Correct, but they're just gonna. It, in in this, it seems like, the 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 TVA people are, holding his hand, giving him the equipment, pushing him to do it, but it was from instructions from him, right? right. So it's weird. It, it's like you got to follow the story, right? You got to follow the the circle, if you will. Kang has on.
0: often been uh, has tried to do this, tried to ensure his own creation it's been in the comics multiple times. It's it is it is one hundred percent following exactly what he would do, and that's and that's fine. Um, so as we're getting into it, we we get into the second season, and we see that Loki is getting pulled through time, and we get to see that Kang is a part of this TVA, and there are mm-hmm. versions where M- Mobius knows him, and versions where Mobius doesn't know him, and that's weird, and is he being pulled into the future or the past, and it's kind of unclear and all this other stuff, and they finally, you get to be introduced to OB, such a fun character, I love that actor. Quan is so funny, I'm glad that that he got back into acting.
1: Yeah, because he was recently in Everything Always?
0: Everything Everywhere All at Once?
1: Yep, and okay, So in, in, in this one, and maybe it's my mind just like looking for something else, but I feel like in these first couple episodes, one, his, when we, when we had that, that season one conclusion and he's like, Oh, I'm in a different timeline. Like what's happened here? No one knows me Kang. And then in this one, it's like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, phase in and out. I'll fix that problem real quick. It seemed kind of like a cheap way to rearrange the story. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I don't know. I think I, they needed to have enough fan interest to guarantee a second season.
1: yeah, they they had an idea on what right was going to happen, and I feel like somewhere in there that idea changed to to what, when, where, why, how. I don't know. It just, the, the, I, I want to say he had to fight his way originally in, in this situation with people he who didn't know him, who had to f- suddenly trust him and figure out who he is and why he wasn't like, but now all of a sudden it's just like, oh, whoop, I'm going through this weird face thing and then I'm back to where everybody knows me. The end. Like that consternation trouble that you saw at the end that you're like, oh my gosh, there's going to be some things happening. Went away. Yeah, it was
0: was not permanent. Well, if it played into it, maybe it was how Disney decided to deal with the Jonathan Major situation. Maybe they had a set of plans and they go, okay, let's let's pump the brakes. Let's see what happens with him. Let's see what the social reaction is going to be. Let's see if he ends up actually getting charged with anything, yada, yada, yada. And because of that, they had to, well, just everything. Yep. And who who knows maybe that is true maybe it's complete speculation we are not in the writers rooms or the the executive board rooms where they make all the big decisions but nope yep it didn't bother me because i've I've dealt with plenty of 80s television where the season ends and you got the cliffhanger and the cliffhanger is taken care of in the first episode
1: yeah <laughs> so I'm okay with that and not that it was necessarily it was just Instantly solved by a glitch in the first episode, like timing quickness. N- no, it was the means in which they did it. Um, they're able to, they're they able to cheat and get it and just like play it off as part of the thing. But when we, when we never but, saw any of that thing before,
0: but the way that they cheated, it's going to be a reveal how it was cheated towards the end of the season. They still haven't, they still haven't revealed who helped him because they were out of frame. You remember, in in the future, he sees Sylvie coming into the TVA. Yes, and then he gets blasted. Like, he well, he
1: gets disintegrated.
0: Yeah, but that's what he needs to help him get to where he's being.
1: Yes, so that's true.
0: So somebody helps him. Somebody knows what's going. On. That's going to be the big reveal.
1: Who was it? It was Deadpool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but you're right. The Ob character is is very fun. Um, I like I like that that other that character too. So we saw you know that the, the OB has been in this the entire time. Right. But we only saw his face in this season. Right. And uh this character, um uh, what's played
0: this? by Eugene Codero and uh he's Casey. Casey.
1: Okay, so he was in all like almost all the first season, right? Yes. And kind of as a he was there. He's a minor character. And now he's become more with more FaceTime. So I, I like that. Yes. Like some of those characters. Uh, it was it was more than it was more than just him too. Some of the other characters got more FaceTime in the first few episodes. And a lot of it, so this is a very lighthearted first three episodes. Right. There is some doom and gloom, of course, but really it's about fun. Yes. And really in all of these things so far, i some of the, the details and what they're doing and how they do it are kind of brushed off. And that is what it is. The only, the only real issue that I run into is the sciency stuff that they're trying to like, Oh my gosh, you've got to do this and this, and let's go out here and do this. And then it, it's like all of these cheat, like, like cheesy bad like oh you got to go out in a suit and you got to get it done in five minutes because if you don't get out your skin's going to melt like like all of those situations that are like MacGuffin miners that are all piled together those to me seemed overly forced on us in the first three episodes and I may be stretching on that but there I felt like there was a bunch of those things oh you've got to get this thing and to put into this this machine out here. Who can make that? Oh, I can make it. And then it's just like the back and forth through the timelines on who's going to make it, stuff like so that whole sequence to me was like above the cheesy and not forced, but like cheap writing. You know what I'm saying? I, I see what
0: you're saying. I don't think I agree. Um, I've always been big on the scientific gobbledygook. I've been in Star Trek, Star Trek universe for a long time. There's always Which a lot is of the that.
1: tippity top. But you're doing those over 26 episodes of establishing that gobbledygook. And by season five of some of these, you're like, I love that stuff. But this is just, it was a, a, a one off way to introduce comedy and suspense when I don't it, it just seemed cheap to me I, I I don't know how to explain it it just when you're watching it you're like something doesn't seem right about the 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 bad things that are happening here which can just be fixed if you go out and do this thing in the nick of time right it just it just seems well cheap everything me. is
0: always in the nick of time I I don't really think that's that's too much of an issue for me I I didn't feel that way at all uh, and speaking of Eugene he uh, he was he was great in uh um uh, the good place uh he <laughs> as pillboy <laughs> so uh, so i'll i'll watch him in anything they want to put him in because he's hilarious apparently he's in uh, tacoma fd uh, i'm not familiar with that one uh i might have to give that a shot just because
1: oh you you know who tacoma fd is no Oh, that—that that is the. Uh, oh my God, uh, my brain's drawing a blank. It's all the—it's all the people. Like, if you click on it, you'll see all the names of the people that are there. It's the troop of people that did um, Super Troopers. Oh, nice. That it's, and it's been around for quite a few uh, episodes too.
0: Well, I—I I gotta say, uh, if they did it, it might uh, might be worth watching because. Uh, those are some funny fellas. Uh but anyway, that's off topic. So back to uh back to Loki. You know, talking about the cast on this, I mean, they still have Owen Wilson in it, obviously uh, Tom Hiddleston, um Sophia DeMartino's Martino's in it. I love seeing her at the classic McDonald's.
1: Oh, yeah, that whole that whole sequence is top notch. Yeah. Uh, I, I that that to me was just Awesome. that was one of the better parts of it when she just shows up and she walks in and she's like like looking around at the menu and <laughs> I am one of everything <laughs> yeah and, and and then when they meet when they find her and they meet back with her um and she's working there and she's happy and she's happy like it's just to, to me it's great but in the sequence before that um, I maybe I missed something in it. They went on on a mission to find her, right? And it's like suddenly we like the next episodes or the sequence is like we got to find the, the 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 guy. I forget what his name is. You got to go find him.
0: Uh, Hunter D
1: Nine. Yeah, you got to you got to go find him, and he's he's a movie star. He's a movie star. <laughs> That's so good. There there was no transition. I thought like, did I fall asleep for five minutes and I missed something here? That like, one was a little awkward. So like. It just like there was no he's disappeared thing. I don't remember them saying that, no. or he's gone rogue. No. I don't remember any of that. It's just super like, jarring. So I was confused, and had it just been explained for a line of dialogue, it would have made more sense to me. But his, the, I, I love that because we saw that in Eternals, right? Mm-hmm. It's like oh, he just put himself in, and now he's a, he's a Hollywood superstar. It' funny, yes, it, and part of that goes back to the storyline that they discovered from season 1 is that they're all variants, right? Yeah. And they had a life and it was wiped from them. Now it's about them, some of them trying to get a life again. Right,
0: or attain power through that life. Uh Gugum Batha Ra, uh, Ravona, Renslayer, whose comic book character is super complicated too and so much fun, but uh she gets to have a little more time, hopefully to shine. She's had a little more time in this one, mm-hmm. and sparring between her and Miss Minutes, uh, voiced by Tara Strong, which is just <laughs>
1: excellent. Classic voice, yes, classic voice.
0: Yeah, the, their back and forth has been great. The, the dynamic between them and uh, Major's character, the the current version of uh, Arthur Arthur Timely, Thomas Timely, something Timely. <laughs> Um, Victor, timely, like, Victor. I was just having a mental moment there. Um, their their interactions was really, really kind of fun. Um, I'd like to see a little more of uh Mosaka, uh, uh, Hunter B fifteen, because I think I think she's got. it's one of those things where you get to see a little bit. It's like, oh,
1: she's she's got some. She's got a little something. And in the first episode. You got that towards the end, right? Right. And, and I, I'm sorry, the first season you got it towards the end, and in the first couple episodes, you definitely saw more screen time on her because they knew right. that wasn't she wasn't part of the series as a whole. It's like it's like when you when you d- discover what works, yes, you, you, you kind of build on that, right? And you're like, I'm sure because she was great in the first season, but there's just so little of her. They're like, Yeah, we need to get we need to get more screen time for her.
0: Definitely, and I, I'm I'm good I'm good on seeing more of that because she's she's doing great. But uh, I've had some people I've heard some people complain about uh, the Victor Timely portrayal by Majors being um,
1: painful to watch. So my 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 reaction in terms of the acting prowess of all of these people were going to be if there was a weak spot. In presentation it was his but I, I think I think it's an illusion right uh, because he has to be an actor acting right right Th- like that's you say he, he's in everything he's a manipulator yes he's manipulating he, they've
0: shown him as a con man the best way to be a con man that doesn't die is to appear flawed week something's wrong and I, I, I'm I'm 100% sure it's an act
1: he there's going to be a switch that is flipped and his stuttering and his aloofness is going to disappear yes
0: for and sure I, I'm looking
1: had, forward to it he's had years of practice and he's honed his character so let, let's put it this way he's got a thing in where were they New York where he could house his stuff. But separately from that, he had a big, uh, set Wisconsin in Wisconsin or to Oh, and it was it Chicago. Where was Sh- it? Chicago. It was Chicago that's right. Yeah. Uh, so cause they're at the world's fair. He had all of the means. He's had money. He's had enough to get all these things set up. You don't think that he's had practice at everything that he's done.
0: You know, when they get away from everybody running, he, they're in a hiding spot. He knew it was there. He knew he was going to need it at some point. It was planned. It's ready. He's very, very careful. hmm
1: It's, I get what they're saying because I see it too. It is painful. It, it's, it's. I think it's a it's a presentation, and that's all it is. And think unusual suspects. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's just a matter of time before we'll see the yeah the twisted. I,
0: I think that's for sure going to happen. Um, seeing where they left, we've we're three episodes in as of our recording, and so we're we're just we we've just uh, gotten. Uh, Renslayer seems to have the upper hand. On Kang, which is also kind of a comic thing, they go back and forth. You never really know what's going on between those two. But uh, I am, you know, I thought, you know, I thought the one thing at the end of season one, and then I thought after seeing Ant Man, I was like, okay, apparently I'm wrong because there, look, there's all the versions of Kang in the post series I'm back to thinking what I was thinking originally. That first version, He Who Remains, that was Immortus. That was the real Immortus because in the comics the beings at the end of time task him to clean up after himself which is exactly what he who remains was doing and it's by any means necessary and it can be as brutal as you need it to be it just the the timeline is messed up because of you so fix it um, and that's 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 what that was so the more that I think about it this is I think it, that this is the actual Immortus, and we're going to get him back.
1: Well, they, they explained in the first three episodes, or maybe the first couple, that the TVA is actually him. He created it. Right. And he created it to fix, control everything. Right. right. That was that was the explanation I got from it was it wasn't right. there to to do bad things, it was there to prevent the bad things from getting worse.
0: And then they but also, you know, the the three beings that were ended up being robots that yeah, were supposedly in charge of everything, that was those. Do you think he just pulled that out of a hat? No. There really were three beings. He just made robot versions of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because those those statues did look awfully familiar. Yes. So.
0: so I'm the more I'm thinking about it, it's like, oh, I bet they are gonna go this direction. And it's 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 been a juke because for all of us comic book nerds, that's the first thing that we're gonna think. That's and then you go and then you pull the rug out. It's like, nope, we're going this other direction. No, it's just so that we can still enjoy the surprise when mm-hmm. it does happen. It's like I I think that they're still gonna go that that route or something similar to it. Um, I'm just hoping that, like I said, they give they give some good screen time. I'm I, I'm thinking at this moment it's in solid B territory as a television shows
1: going. So is this? Do, do we we talked about this a little bit? How many episodes is this going to be? I think it's uh, six. Because the first season was it six? I'm pretty sure it was six. I Can't remember six or eight. Uh, and. If it if it indeed is because some of them recently have only been six episodes, yes, episode guy twelve maybe. So if this one's six, hey, we're halfway there already, right? Right. Um, what is if you had a guess? I mean, what what's the end game here? Not how this thing's going to go, but what's the what is this setting up for future things? Guessing.
0: If I had to guess. Uh, I think it's going to do its best to maintain a separation. If I were the writers of this show, considering everything that's happened between all of the films and all the movies, and they all have to work together, sure, because there has to be a shared universe. but it's really, really hard to do that and 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 it's also even more difficult to do that and have a coherent story and something that's something that you can build on. I don't think that they're going to touch too hard on the main universe with this. I think it's going to stay mostly separate so they can set themselves up for a third season that can continue the storyline. I think the only thing that we're going to do is we're going to get the Victor Tomli will be the actual Kang. And if I'm going to go out on a limb, I think that... I think that he's going to m- meet the entities at the end of time, and then they're going to charge him to do it again, because it's still him, and it will still be the first time. But it's also not the first time, and it's just <laughs> kind yeah. of the same thing over and over again. And so he'll have to start now that there are all the other kangs. Now he has to do. Yeah, he's in them instead of. Um, instead of seeing at the end of the things, we're seeing at the beginning of cleaning things up again. And so we might Ooh. get him push a couple of things just slightly forward that will help him bring everything back under control again.
1: And that's gonna be the next three episodes so we're gonna see. So here here's the thing too. Is Tom Hiddleston ever gonna show up again in a movie? <sighs> I'm doubting it.
0: Well, no, I take that back if if we get all the way to secret uh, secret wars, if we get to the 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 Avengers Kang dynasty, i I don't see how he doesn't show up in that,
1: and we're not done with Thor right? like he's he's still
0: well, he's still around,
1: and that' be a primary character. but What I'm saying is like, are we going to see a reunion? Oh, that would be so good. They're going to come together as brothers and save the day.
0: That would be nice. Uh, they're doing some really interesting stuff in the comics right now about who Loki is and what it means to be him. And he's he's a much different character than, than he began. It, it, he's complicated. and I, I would love to see them pull just a little bit uh, of that into it. I, I don't think that they will because it would take a lot of buildup, but we'll see
1: yeah all I care about is when are the x men coming beginning of next year I, don't want, I mean i want to watch the cartoon sure, oh, oh
0: you mean the actual live action yeah. oh I, I don't know probably twenty
1: twenty five yeah so never whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but are you uh, are are you also the same as me you know thinking it's pretty enjoyable thus far halfway through
1: yeah it i i wish no I'm selfish. So I wish these episodes were longer. Yes. I mean, that that, that's, there's nothing wrong with wanting more of something that's good. right? Right. Um, and, and you have to find that sweet spot and they, Disney's done it with a lot of the star Wars things too. And some of those star Wars series, let's just be honest, aren't great, but then some of them are really good. And, um, you got a sweet spot in that, you know, 30 to 40 minute range for these episodes. Cause an hour might be too long and 20 minutes is just not enough. So let's kind of go halfway in between. Yeah.
0: But, uh, we will come back, uh, once the season has finished and give our final thoughts on everything. Uh, so that's at least three weeks out, if not four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that might be might be a Thanksgiving special. Yeah, you know,
0: something like that. Uh, stuff your turkey while we stuff your ears full of knowledge about <laughs> Loki
1: season two. Uh, speaking of turkeys, this has nothing to do with movies, uh, but uh, you can go to Popeye's and get a whole Cajun turkey.
0: I thought they did chicken
1: saw a commercial about it. I thought it was pretty amazing.
0: (laughs) Well, I might have to give that a a try possibly, but, uh, keep on watching, uh, friends of the show. We're going to be back next week as we always are. We're going to probably, what do you think that, uh, we're going to do next week? You think it's time to, uh, maybe do a little more movie reviewing?
1: Well, reviewing, Slash discussing some of the past favorites, common past favorites that we haven't discussed before. Right. Maybe action ones.
0: Yeah. I think we'll have some fun. Maybe half. We've already talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, a little bit of
1: Slice load, But... Uh, Two of the classics from our time frame Oh yeah
0: definitely but we'll we'll, we'll have some Maybe we'll have some uh, Unexpected action films that we're we'll, we'll go over and give some actual ratings To
1: We gave ratings to the last
0: ones Yeah that's what I'm saying Well no when we did like top tens we didn't
1: do ratings on those. No but times. the Fun the five yeah,
0: yeah absolutely we're going to do another fun five That was a very long way of saying we're doing fun five next week
1: <laughs> It's going to be
0: fun Yes it will